Welcome to Talking Football, the Sunday League podcast by Sunday Leaguers for Sunday Leaguers. It's myself, Jamie, again with Matt Hurst tonight, Liam and our friend Lewis from Delapree. How are we all doing, gentlemen? Yeah, good. Very well, thank you. Good. Brilliant stuff. As normal, guys, we are starting off with the question of the pod. So at this point, Matt. Yeah. (laughs) So I did have a question and then... uh... I realised there was only one answer, so um, it was a bit pointless. So I'll change the question. And um, the question of the day is, uh, there are two players in the history of the Premier League, so Premier League era, who have received over 100 yellow cards. Can you name them? Ooh. So, is that over the whole era, Premier yeah, League era? Premier League era, the two players who've had over 100 yellow cards. So you've got to think about it and uh, we'll come back to it later on. Oh, so I always want to start thinking about writing down now. <laughs> um, yeah. So we had no game this week, so I have no review. None of us. We, None of us... we didn't lose. We didn't lose. <laughs> My reserves play, if that helps. Have... Yeah, go for it. They were great. They were absolutely terrific. They beat North Hans All-Stars 3-0. Um, terrific performance, actually. They were solid, worked hard, didn't really give North Hans All-Stars a sniff at all um, and well worth a 3-0 win. So, yeah, really pleased with them. Got some one or two young lads nicely. Um, yeah, really encouraging day. Really good. Mm. Um, I echo Jamie. We didn't lose. Uh, no game Un- undefeated <laughs> yeah uh, we're, you know we're looking to go we're going to be going I think four days in the whole of March undefeated as well for the start of it which is going to be nice um, but yeah uh, positive positive and Lewis did you have a game my friend yeah so we, we invited uh, Hackleton over to um, cook no to play so uh, yeah interesting game so ended ended one all but there was a lot of um a lot of controversy within the game. I think um, we had a couple of new lads come in from, from Blissworth. They started with a few lads. They actually took a trip to the cup final. So we had a few players missing, but we started on the front foot. Played really well, couldn't get the goal. Um, Half time come and they ended up getting a goal. Really good finish from the lads. Um, and then we made a change. We got a young lad called Charlie. He, he come on and scored within uh, 10 minutes. So it was one all. Bit of a bitty game from then onwards, but we had our chances to score. So, um, But yeah, I think it was a decent result. And um, Hackleton, they're, they're a decent outfit this season, aren't they? Beating a few top teams. It sounds like um, he sounds like he smells nice. <laughs> Charlie Lavender. Charlie Lavender. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, I also um, I also noticed you've got a certain George Wingrove playing for you as well, mate. Yeah, we got George Wingrove. So he, what um, a player! Yeah, great, great player. I think if you look at his numbers, um, however much he's played, he scored. But I think what we don't see quite a lot is. What he creates off the ball, we make things happen. He draws fouls to him. He makes things happen. He's got other players running off him. Well, so mate, we come he, in... he plays for me on a Saturday. Oh, does he? Um, okay, as, yeah. So you know him quite well, then. Since yeah. he joined us at Buckby, mate, honestly, there's been a, a massive difference. You can tell he's running off the ball. He's just second to none in it. Have you have you promoted you manager then? What's that? Have you promoted yourself to manager? No, I haven't. No. All right. So he don't play for you then. 
Well, no, no place for us. I, I'm part of the committee there and all sorts. Oh, so right. part of me, right? Oh, right. Yeah. So he plays. He, he plays on a Saturday. and He comes to us on a Sunday. And I tell you what, his his work rate still still very high. So and uh, yeah, great player, great player. We're lucky to have him. So we've got a few few good players, few young players as well. I think our average age of our team is 20, 23, 24. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm thirty. But you know, a lot of the team uh, are younger, young lads coming through. So, brilliant, mate. That's nice quick, stuff. Did, did, did they finish the game with nine men? Huh. Yes, yeah. So um, one of them got sin sin binned, um, and uh, one of the players he pushed one of the lads direct in the face and uh, tried to kind of deny it. But I mean, even these players were saying it was terrible. So. They ended up with 10 men. Um, and then what happens when you play with 10 men? You, you, you get a bit, let's go and try and score a goal. No midfield. And they've got some quality up front. I have to give it to him. The lad up front was good. He, he's great touch and he finished it. Porter. Uh, and yeah, mate, a, very, a very, very good player. Very, very good player, Daniel Porter. We yeah, had tidy finish, yeah. Tidy, yeah, tidy finish. But, uh, but well, I think for us as Dell, anyway, you know, where, where we come from, I suppose, to face Ackle, if you said, uh, what result would you want? I think we'd, we'd, take, we'd take a one-all. However, we've got them again in three weeks in the semi-final. So, I think um, they now know who the Dell are. So, I think it'll be a good game, that. So, does that give you confidence going into that, mate? Um, you know, obviously, they, they finished the game off with nine men. I get that. And they didn't have any substitutes either. Um, and, you know, a semi-final, let, let's all be honest. We all know it's going to it brings 16 most weeks for most teams. Uh, it's the occasion sort of thing. Are you, have you got confidence now going into that or...? Yeah, I think we've got great belief and confidence. I mean, um, a few, few, few of the lads were missing on Sunday for us, so they went to the cup final. So we've got them to come back in. We've got two lads who, from Blissworth, Lewis Leslie and Dean Lukeman, have come in and played their first games. Um, unfortunately, they're cup tied for that, but we've got a few players coming through. And I think just the way we're playing, um, we're playing front foot football, we're playing well together, we're doing well in the transitions defensively, and we're quite strong at the back. Um, you know, Alex Green's a quality player at the back. You've got JR as a young lad who's come in, he can, he can play midfield strong. And we've got some finishers, like you said, George Wingrove. Um, we've got some other players to come back in. So I think we go with every confidence there, knowing we can get uh, is at home actually to get a result. Um, so yeah, bring it on. <laughs> Good man. Good stuff. Brilliant. So we're going to have an overview of the weekend's results. And Liam, you're going to start us off with a bit of a boring one in the Prem. Oh, what an awful day of Premier League football. <laughs> Jesus. Um, it was the day last year's stalemate in the Premier Division, as we see. Uh, four of the six fixtures ended all square. Uh, Crick became the first team this season not to lose against Standards Bar. Massive shout out to Crick for that. Uh, Tech and Saxons couldn't be separated in the Wellingborough Derby. Ketrin FC drew with Tove Valley. Uh, whilst, again, we've just spoke, uh, but Delapree and Hackleton also drew the game well. Um, now, Elsewhere, there were big wins. Uh, David Green and Upton. Uh, Upton winning 6-1. Uh, David Green winning 8-0, I believe. Um, the, th the thing with Upton winning 6-1, though, you know, I've seen Grendon lose by double figures this season when they've had 12, 13 players. Looking at the team sheets, Grendon only had nine and Upton still only scored six. Um, whoever made that fart noise, yeah, I agree. Um <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, also we had in the Millennium Trophy, two Prem teams, North Star and Barton Albion. They secured their place in the last 16 with victories, which meant that Saxons and St. David's also progressed. 
Um, game of the week in the championship. Saw a massive, massive game. Fourth place, Albert Eagles inflict a first league defeat of the season to table toppers AFC Spinney. So Alba's 1-0 win actually means that AFC Wellingborough had a chance to go top on goal difference. And my God, did they oblige. Uh, <laughs> they, they beat the division's basement team, Croyland Park Rangers, uh, six goals to nil. Uh, some debut, a debut there for David Jura, AFC Wellingborough as well. Uh, obviously, been a player with me. It's played for me for five years. It's nice to see him kind of fitting into a new squad. So best of luck to him. Um, elsewhere, Championship wins for Royals, Ashby Athletic, and Royals Reserves. Um, so that does their playoff chances no harm. Halton Magna made it back to back wins, coming out on top in a nine goal thriller versus Falklands Club eighty one. Uh, but result of the day uh, in the championship has got to go to UON, University of Northampton, who have beat sixth place, the Queen's Head. Uh, I like the Queen's Head. They're a very good team, but they've picked up one point out of the, off the bottom two, which is just not good enough. They want to secure those playoffs. Mm. So League One, we had Russian Spartans. They continued their push for the League Leaders' Shield. Uh, and number one seeding in the playoffs by edging past third place, Sixfields Rangers A, 2-1. Um, Russian Sergeants remain on course uh, for a top four finish after winning 2-0 at FC Phipps. Uh, also wins for Naseby and then Natives and Falklands A as they all look towards the playoffs. And uh, Spartak actually kept their hopes alive as well with a narrow 2-1 win over Steelmen. Um, League Two. Uh, big winners of the day were McPave. Uh, they beat Bowton Wanderers 2-0 in what was a big six-pointer for the last playoff spot. Hartwell Forest Reserves, I called it at the start of the season, they're going to be in there. Uh, they put themselves actually in contention as well with a solid 3-0 victory against North Ansel Stars. Um, well, Brayfield and Pittsford actually lost ground following defeats to Hunsby Hawks and Kingsfork, respectively. Um, Falklands Club 8-1 Reserves, um, Latimer All-Stars and Dali Iguanas all won to pretty much secure their playoff spots now. Uh, but a point apiece between Southstar and Burton Band wasn't really enough for either team, although both will still fancy their chances of being in the playoffs come April. Alan Dimmer Trophy, we had Bout on Wanderers Reserves, um, scraped through on goals, uh, scored fo- uh, goals scored Sorry, following a free-all draw with floor reserves. Uh, the result means Kingthorpe Jets will play Corby SNL, whilst Bounton Wanderers will travel to David Green Development in the quarterfinals. Uh, and finally, uh, it was League Three that provided plenty of drama in every game this week. Always does in that league. Hackleton Reserves uh, nearly ended David Green Old Boys' unbeaten record by two second half goals. Um, they secured the 2-1 win for David Green in the end. Uh, there were goals of plenty elsewhere, with Corby SNL picking up a terrific win away to third place at Vicarage Farm, uh, but also allowed Bocanor fans to leapfrog them following their 3-1 win away to Sixfields B. Toe Valley Reserves continue where they left off last week. They beat Brayfield Reserves in the South North Ants Derby, if that's what we're calling it. Um <laughs> Uh, three two and Crick Athletic Reserves picked up their just their third win of the season, beating Real Roochers. Roochers, uh, one nil. Uh, that win moves Crick out of the bottom two, despite early development and Rothwell Athletic sharing the points and six goals at Lingswood. There we go. Thank you, man. It's a bit of a an all rounder there, wasn't it? Especially for my league twos. Gutted, I am Jay. I'm absolutely gutted. Going on, isn't it? It was a good week. Yeah. My playoff, my playoff hopes are over. It's done. Um, you know, I looked at it the other day and it, it's absolutely done now. Um, 
the team we need to kind of not win games for, and, and if we win both is Naseby. Naseby's last four games are against the bottom four. Mm. Um, so look, it, it, it's over for us. We'll, you know, we we got moved up the division. Well, we're a new team, you know, uh, but we're in a division that you know we'd never played in before. None of the players had really played in it before. And I would have took this at the start of the season. If you tell me I was 10th at this stage of the season, I would have took it 100%. But you still go into the League Leaders' Shield tournament, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, to be fair, I, I, I won it last year. Um, oh, the plate. Yeah, the, oh, the plate. The Shield's still going to the League winners, is it? Yeah. Oh, what? So I can't have my Shield back? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, hey, of course. Which yeah. will look a bit like the Shield you won. Okay, will it be bigger than the Shield I won? No. What? And it'll be made of plastic. Well done to the teams that won the bottom cup. League Astray. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah, look, it's it's one of those that we want to play as many games as possible. And realistically, if we look at it, if we finish eighth, we were probably only going to play one more game. We finish ninth. Hopefully, we'll play more than one. Um, mm. So you know, it, it's there. But yeah, very impressed with the teams we've played this year. Some very good teams in that league. Um, and yeah, we we can we can ha- hold our heads high and say yeah we did all right. Good plan. Now with that, we're going to move to league news, Matthew. Uh, yeah, so just a bit just a bit to confirm about um, dates and or not dates such, but well, no, there's some dates in there, isn't there? Um, but first and foremost, obviously this week, and also we'll we'll look forward later in the podcast. But we've got the Nen Cup quarterfinals this week. Um, only three of them, sadly, following Lisworth's withdrawal. Um, we've also got the Millennium Trophy, Dale Stratford Trophy and the David Ferguson Last 16, as well as the Alan Dimmer quarterfinals. So a really big week for every for, for a lot of teams. Um, the draw for the next rounds um, will take place next week. Um, so there'll be a quick turnaround with that. Uh, semi-final and final venues are all booked. Um, Bugbrook, Wellingham Town, Silby Rangers, Chenix and Kettering Town will all be used this year. Um, playoffs and plates uh, will start um, and will play over consecutive weeks. Um, so the eliminator, which is the bottom two teams for the plate, so teams will finish 16th and 17th, then the quarterfinal and semi-final in both competitions. Um, the finals day, days are to be confirmed. Um, in terms of dates, so people have got an idea, because I, I know some people are worried about fixtures and what's happening. Um the Prem playoffs and play is still to be confirmed. Obviously, a lot of teams are still in the Millennium Trophy, so I need to wait until this weekend before I can work out what's happening there. Uh, championship, the playoffs should start on the 16th of April. League One will be the 16th or the 23rd. League Two, the same, 16th or 23rd. League Three potentially will start the earliest, possibly on the 9th. Um, if not the 9th, then it will be the 16th. Um, obviously, the usual reminders. Obviously, we've been, you know, doing these weekly. Thirty um, first of March, so we're pretty much in March now. So you've got a month to get those trophies returned, clean and correctly engraved. Um, I had a quick run through of who that applies to. So Standard Barn, um, Akis, who would have to chase up uh, Eight Barrel, Colts, Baton Wickets, Toe Valley Reserves, AFC Wellingborough, and Rushton Sergeants. If you're all listening. Let's get the player registration transfer deadline. Also, you know, don't come to us after that point because you won't get them. Um, and 
What about emergency loans? No, no, we don't do emergency loans. Um, rule changes <laughs> need to be in writing to me by the 31st of March as well. Um, one final thing is um, photographers. Our league photographer, Dan, um, obviously won't be able to attend every single semi-final, final playoffs. He does do a lot of them, um, but he can't physically attend every one. So if anyone out there who takes photos, we know there are a few people. We had a guy come to our reserve team game on Sunday, Stuart Vincent, I think his name is, um, wants to offer their services and help us out, then please get in touch. So if any clubs know of any photographers who would be interested in coming along and taking some photos for us, you know, let them know um, and, and get them in touch because uh, we want obviously as much coverage as we can for all the games. Um, and that is it. Can I just ask a question regarding transfers? Because last <laughs> season there was almost like an amnesty where people were allowed to once they got into the playoffs. Are the league continuing that this season or are they nixing it completely and you've got what you've got? The, the deadline's always been the deadline. I gotta say, I don't think anyone signed anyone after the thirty first of March last year, Jay. Right. Didn't they? Because I thought they were able to in the playoffs. No, no. God, no. I had a really bad season last season. Then, if I was thinking about that, no. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> won't be getting. Nobody will be signing anybody after that day. Right. Just really quickly on trophies being returned. Witty, mate. You should know better. Where's the trophy? <laughs> He's got till the end of the month. It's all right. He's holding on to it as long as he can. He's having as many pictures <laughs> taken with it as possible, isn't he? Yeah, brilliant. Oh, bless him. So at this point, we are going to welcome our guests properly. So we've been joined by Lewis Thomas of Delapri United. So Lewis, again, thank you for joining us. Welcome to the podcast. Um, how's this season been for you? I mean, looking at your, your stats, happily in fifth. You've won five, drawn three, lost four. So, you know, a, a decent average overall. Nice little goal difference because even I'd say you're comfortably in the playoffs because I think even the team that's out the playoffs, if they they do win games to catch up with you, that goal difference is like an extra point for you guys because um, I think the the nearest one is on minus eleven. So they've got some scoring to do. Um, how have you felt this season's gone? Yeah, it's a, it's a good point. So I think for us personally, coming up from the, the Championship and not too sure about where we're going to play uh, next season, whether it's going to be the Championship or the Prem, I think our vision, of, and we said at the beginning of the season, we'd be more than happy to A, compete, and, and B, to try and get in the top eight um, from, from, from that point of view at the beginning of the season. So we started the season um, against Barrels, so championship champions last, last season. Um, and we started the game really well. We were two and a up. It's almost pinch yourself moment to say, okay, we're two and a up. We can continue this and, and, and win the game. We ended up losing the game 3 2, um, but that gave us kind of the confidence to go into our next couple of games. So our first five games were against Barrels, um, Barn, Tech, and North Star. I mean, Saxons was in there as well, so it was quite a tough start. That's probably quite a baptism of fire there, isn't it? Welcome yeah, to the Prem. Yeah. You both into the prem. Um, you've got the big boys, but again, barrels. We gave our you know best effort. We're two and ahead. We lost the game. Standings banned. We won at half time. We won with a shout. We like ended up losing four two. We beat Saxons the week after, and then we come to Tech. So I think Tech was the moment where we started to realise. Hold on a sec. We can we can play some football. We can compete. Mm. Um, and I think from one of the reports from the uh, 
tech. I think one of the managers said we were, we were snarly. I quite like that comment. Um, we, we got our foot stuck in and we competed. And we should have beat them 5-0, really. It ended up being 4-2. But I think that game kind of gave us the belief because Tech are a very good side. I mean, they've not lost too many players over the season. They finished second, didn't they, last year? Right. Um, so we thought that, you know, that gives us confidence. Um, and then um, we had a, an interesting middle of the season where we kind of, um, we beat Crick, or a good side. But then we went to David Green uh, and had one of those games. Um, they've mm. got two great strikers. So what they tend to do at David Green, and I'm, I'm sure you guys have played them, especially at Hartwell, is they tend to miss out the midfield quite a bit and add two strikers up front and Long they ball. ripped us ripped us apart. Yeah. We didn't we didn't have day in front of day. You got a lad called I think it's Zachary at front, I that believe. Loves oh, them. Yeah. Oh, that lad, doesn't he? Oh dear. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, we couldn't stop him on the day. So we lost heavily there. Um and then we're due to finding, which is which is a um not a great result, really, for us. And they went for a bit of a bad spell. I mean, we ended up losing to Spinney as well. I mean, they were a great outfit. They lost to Spinney in the Cup. Um, and then we were a bit in no man's land in the middle of the season, thinking, OK, what's going on? What do we need to do to try and rectify this? Um, but then we beat Barton. Um, we had a good run in the Cup against Men for Mine, beat them 4-1. And then we started to get playing again, beat Ketchin 4-0. We went over to Tove Valley, um, Probably one of the poorest pitches I've played on. I know they don't play there anymore, but pretty poor conditions. It was too old. Mm. Um, Where's that Tiffield? Yeah, so I think they are still at Tiffield, aren't they? Nah, they've, 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 somebody's <laughs> some, someone somebody's driven over it. <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I suppose. Yeah, it was pretty poor turning up there. I thought they'd have a better level of standard. I think knowing it, that mm. I think it was one of them deliberately so they could go back and play. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then, yeah, we picked up some results. So, I think as, as a whole, and, we, you know, we had a couple of players coming in, but majority of the players have played in League 3 and been the core of Dell, and they've come up from the Championship and then played in the Prem. So, in three seasons, we've gone up quite, quite a lot and, and we're yeah. in fifth. I think we've been quite happy with where we are. I mean, we've still got some games to go, but we've got the points on the board. Um, and I think we're going to the next three remaining fixtures. I think we play Upton. Uh, we've got Gwendon Sapphires and then we've got Crunch Game against Hartwell, I believe. Yeah. I, I don't know what, what order that will be in, whether it's going to be uh, Sapphires or Hartwell first, but that will be a big game yeah. to decide kind of who's going to finish in that top eight or push forward because a lot of the top teams, they seem to be losing some points, don't they? So, yeah. But yeah, happy. Happy where we are. Yeah. Um, start of the season, um, yeah. I tell you that you're 12 games in. So you've got four games left. So you're two thirds of the way through the season, yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting in fifth place. Do you take that? Oh, of course. Yeah. So I, th- <laughs> I, I think, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Of course, of course. I think if you look back and 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 we sat down and said, what what do we want to get out of this season? And I think the first word was to compete. You know, and the second was, um, can we get top eight? Can we try and do something in the playoffs? So we're sitting fifth now. If we ended the season in fifth, coming from the championship, finishing fourth and losing to Akis on the playoffs in the final. Yeah, of course we'd take that, yeah. Um, and I think, like I said, the average age is 24. We're building. Um, we've got a, um, we call it the Dell strategy. We've got a uh, comprehensive kind of plan to look at how we can improve like recruitment and we can look at other things to develop um, to try and push this forward. Um, Do you guys have full-time jobs or? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys are so, 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 so
for you guys though as well, like surely you've got um, you've got more than your pennies worth on. Uh, you know, to, yeah, to manage this league, surely. So you got that. So, um, but yeah, look, we've come together. I think last season we had um, just Ben, Ben Hilton. I have to give him a shout out as well. Great manager, young lad, twenty four. Um, he was just in charge, and then he built a structure. So we've got a management team of four, um, myself included. Um, so I'm doing a bit of player managing, which is quite an interesting concept in itself. Um, but yeah, we sat down. We've got a bit of a plan. We've got some areas to look at. We're just trying to grow the team and. I think, um, I don't know if you've seen on some of the social medias, we're trying to look at growing a reserves or a development squad um, for next season to be a bit of a feeder, to give other people opportunity. We've not played football in a long time to bring them back into football. So we're trying to do more than just the club. So, But we don't want to grow too fast. So we're going to fall over as we see in some of our counterparts this season. Yeah. Can, can I ask well. a question? <laughs> just well, a couple of questions on that. Firstly, yeah. the Dell. Is Ben a Southampton fan? Where did that come from? Come from the <laughs> Dell, yeah. Yeah, up the Dell is, is the word. Um, Dell is a sort of fidelity, no? So, um, oh, yeah, yeah, it's just, yeah. <laughs> Liam, yeah. come on. Yeah. So, um, yeah, you, CD, yeah, after every day, up the Dell. So, up the Dell yeah. is the slogan. So, if we can get that out there, guys, up the Dell, yeah. And then, and then a second question for you, mate. Um, just I, I didn't know you guys had a management team before, I'll be honest. Is that difficult? Is is it working really well because of how well you're doing? It, uh, is there a difference of opinion still? Is it tougher? Because look, I, I have a tiny bit of a power trip, and my decision is my decision. At the end of the yeah. day, when it comes to it, and you know, I, I'll always put my hands up when I'm wrong. But is it difficult managing with with, with for you? Yeah, I, I think we're in the business where the results are king, aren't they? So we are doing well. So it does help, of course, because there'd be questions around decisions and stuff. But what what we've done and, and look, we get things we get things wrong, we hold our hands up, we you know, we got some decisions wrong last week or the week before. But I think Ben's been quite clear in his instruction. He's even give us instructions and responsibilities, what areas we look after. So for instance, recruitment, formation, training, players, I'll look at. So I'll do some of the training. So I'll be in charge of training, I'll be in charge of on game training as well. Um, free kicks, etc. So you've been quite explicit about who's responsible for what, so there's accountability on the back You don't do set-piece training, though, wouldn't you? You're fifth. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> well, well, well we, tend to, we tend to kick a ball at the beginning of the game for set-piece. Yeah. We've not been able to do too much of that because we haven't really been able to get the facilities. It's been so difficult getting facilities as well on the weekdays, but we, mm. we train at Campion. Um, but yeah, I think we've been, Ben's been clear about what he wants from his management team. Um I mean, if you look mid-season as well, which is probably a point of reference, is that we had uh, assistant, another assistant manager in and uh, unfortunately, you know, he didn't carry on and uh, he had too many other commitments. So we were left with just Ben and at the decision then we thought he needed some support. Um, how can I support him as a captain? He said, look, assistant manager. So, fair enough, uh, you know, I went for it. And then we brought Elliot in. Uh, he's a great cornerstone of the club as well. So he's, he's very much part of the management side and he's vice-captain. And then Connor. So we're looking forward to the future where Connor's going to be very much involved in the development squad. So we brought him in early to understand all how it works, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he was an ex-player as well in the team. So let's bring him in and, and develop him as well. Okay, so um, Can I ask another question? Why development and not reserves? Yeah, well, it's a good question. I thought about this before, actually, the call. Why development and reserves? Um, I, think the, the, I think we're looking to develop players into the first team squad from my point of view um, and it's an opportunity for you know we don't really want reserves it's, it's, it's an opportunity to develop themselves through to the first team 
I don't know. I don't know how everyone else views that. But my view is that's that's a very politically correct answer. I was going to say I might to try and get put in League Three, and let's be honest. <laughs> my answer to that is it's it, um... it's, it's the snowflake term. It's nobody gets upset. Term this year, especially with well, think... teams that we've got down there. Um, I think. There seems to be a general consensus that the word development should be associated with young players. That's a good point, yeah. It is a point, yeah. So we probably need to understand exactly where we're going from. But yeah. in terms of the reserves or development, and I think we're formulating it now, it, it's going to be a completely separate run entity. Um, and, you know, we have we are going to, we have been reaching out to, to understand teams that do it very well, like David Green, they've got an old boys and the development and they've got the first team. Um, Hartwell, you did yourselves with the reserves and, and you've got the first team. So I think we probably need to do a little bit around what does that look like? How does other teams do it? And uh, and then really define what that looks like moving moving forward. But uh, we want to grow the club. Uh, yeah. That's what we want to do. And we think, we, we think the league, so I've had conversations, you know, I work sometimes in Littleworth as well. And, you know, a lot of lads play football up in Littleworth. And they've had a look at the league as well. And they were they were saying how strong the teams, how strong the leagues are, how the number of teams versus the number of, um, you know, players, players within the league is quite a strong league in comparison to where they are, like within Littleworth or Peterborough or whatever it is. So I think it's a testament to where we are as a league and, and we want to grow within that. Yeah. Can I ask this question on, on, on kind of growth and, and development? kind of away from on the field. Um, obviously, you're currently playing at Cup Note. Um, it's notoriously wet at Cup And Note. windy. Um, and it do, it's not the greatest pitch in wet conditions. What's what's the plan for... And I wonder if you'd struggle to play two teams on that pitch across the season. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the plan would, again, everything's on the table for the second team. And I even think moving forward, like, you know, we've, we've been to Kukno before and had to move again to race course. Yeah. Again, the conditions, and some, some pitches have been pretty bad, but it doesn't hold water that well, and I get it. And, and maybe it's a temporary fix, but I think you're right. That's something that we need to definitely consider. If we've got two teams playing on the pitch week in, week out, we probably might not be able to do that. So I think even for us, there's a bit of feedback. That's something we can take away and look at because, yeah, I think you're right. It has been, it had struggled over the winter. I mean, some pitches definitely did, but we had to move the game, didn't we? Matt, I think you remember that Ben got yeah. in contact with you last minute. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think that's something we need to take away and consider. But that's a good point, yeah. yeah. Just to reflect back on your team again this season, I mean, coming up from the Championship, is there anything in particular that you found to be either actually quite similar or is there like a, a massive difference you felt in, in playing the games? Yeah, I think um, I think when you play the top teams, you can over-egg it in your head. And I think yeah. the difference is, is that they have... You, you hear this word quite a lot in the Prem. Saturday lads, Saturday mm. boys, they've got some Saturday lads. And, you know... I mean, we, we have now, we've got quite a lot of players that do play that level now. Um, but coming up from the Championship, we probably didn't have as many as what we'd like. Um, and I think it's daunting playing the top teams because the level is higher and they are quality players and they can take the ball first time and they can move the ball pretty quickly. So um, I think that was the biggest challenge and the biggest difference. But equally, when we look at the Championship last season, and even this season, we've played some Championship sides. We've lost to Championship sides mm. recently as well. 
Um, a lot of the teams, eight from below or fighting for the top eight, there's not much difference, if I'm honest, you know, in terms of level and quality. Um, you get the pristine for being in the Premier League, which is, which is, which is great with the Premier Division. But the, the real difference is, is what I found when we went away to North Star, struggled. When we went away to David Green, we, we did struggle. Uh, and then the likes of, of Barnes and, and, you know, they, they come with a bit of a um, brand and a, and a package that you, you could get a little bit daunted by. So I think that's the significant difference. But there's a lot of quality throughout the leagues, even if you go a bit further down. Um, so that was our biggest thing, really. When you play the top team, that's uh, that's probably um, the biggest difference because you can, you can get found out by the quality if you don't do the right things well. Yeah. Good stuff. Right, we've lost Liam for a bit, but we're going to persevere. Um, <laughs> we're going to do some quick fire questions with you, like we did last week with our guest. So, yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> you're not going to get any favours for this for the rest of the players, but no, do you no, have yeah. a, do you have a best player? I'm dreading this. Yeah, Look, I've, got <laughs> give a few, I've got to give a few few mentions. Look, Alex and George Winsgrove. You mentioned absolute quality. Uh, we had some Lizworth lads come in, Lewis Leslie and Dean Lutman, but. Uh, our, our, our MVP, as he likes to call himself, I think Sydney. Sydney's our, our best player. He likes to call himself MVP. So, um, and it look it is if you if you watch Sydney play, um, you notice him straight away. He's six foot four, six foot five, big lad, stocky lad, but he can take the ball, he can move it, and he just makes things happen. So, I think he's a best player. As he's got to if he's calling himself an MVP. Yeah. <laughs> up to Sydney, up to Sydney. Um, and who would you call the heartbeat you team? I think the heart of the team is, is, is Ben, Ben Hilton, um, the gaffer. Um, I think, you know, he plays some games, but he is literally, he, he bleeds Dell um, a day in, day out. He's, he's trying to run the ship, hold the ship. So he's definitely the happy. Mr. Dependable. Um, definitely Mr. Dependable. I don't think um, he's, a, he's a great, great asset. Um, great guy, and uh, yeah, he's just Mr. He's Mr. Dependable, Elliot. He goes in goal when we need him to go in goal. Uh, he's a great vice captain, he's excellent off the field. Um, yeah, Elliot, definitely. So, who is the best team you've played this season? This was a tough one. Um, between Barn and North Star, but I think when we went away to North Star, um, we didn't get a sniff, so I think North Star were the best team that we've played um, this season. Okay, so best away pitch. I was going to say a Blizzworth, but we'll, we'll remove them. I don't think they, deserve, uh, <laughs> they don't. So, they no, don't get they involved. Don't, no, so <laughs> nothing to I, us I think, anymore. Yeah, I, I think one of the best pitches we've played on is is Ashby Athletic in terms of flatness, and it was really bad conditions the week before, and obviously the groundsman or they've, they've made it. Um, playable and you could wear moulds in, in winter which is great and uh, mm. I suppose it does help when you win 5-0 and, and, and you score so everything's it's right in there <laughs> it's, good, it's good memories though your pitch as well as the best pitch yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, who's your who's the best referee if you remember them by names anyone that stood out for you this season uh, best referee <laughs> yeah. um, I think the best referee we've had it's, it's either it's either Wayne or George for me so I think um We've had George last week for Hackleton, and he, he's excellent. He seems to hear and see things that you don't think he can. Uh, we had him again for North Star, so I think he can control quite a lot of the crowd and the noise on his own, which is a difficult thing, and because the refs do get quite a lot of sticks. So, um, yeah, George. 
George Parker, I think his name is. Is that right? Good referee, yeah. So, who do you think will win the Prem outright? Well, if we look at last week's results, I thought Barn was going to completely run it all the week before, but they drew to Crick. I think North Star have recruited well. They've got a lot of Blissworth players now, by the looks of it. I think North Star will win the Prem. Yeah. Oh, oh. Gone for it. That's a shout. <laughs> a shout. I mean, North Star's um, wrong, but it's a great <laughs> shout. North Star did beat Barn. North Star, the only team to beat Barn this season, and knocked them out of the County Cup. So, yeah, well, yeah, did you see, see, the, did you see that Barn recruited Lewis Passion in goal, though? Well, that's why. That's why. That's why they have they. Yeah, they've got Louis Patchett in goal. So, <laughs> what's happened to the keeper? Uh, oh. He's not as good as Louis Patchett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Louis yeah. Patchett was playing what uh, uh, National League South last season, so yeah. you know he's no he, he's he's no mug. So fair play to him. Okay, uh, who's going to win the NFA Sunday Cup? Um, Delivery. County Cup, right? Thank you. Yeah, we're going to win it. Yeah. I mean, look, we've, look, we've, look, let's be honest. You know, like you said before, Hackleton will come with 16 players of the best outfit and it will be a tough, tough game. But I think that will be the, you know, who else Who else is left in the competition? You've got the Peterborough side, haven't you? And... Yeah. Uh, um, Who's the other team? North Star against. Oh, you got North Star. You got North Star. Okay, North Star still in it. But I mean, if we get past Hackleton, yeah, Delaware. Why not? We got this far. Yeah, up the Delaware. Well, yeah. yeah, if you get, <laughs> get, to the final, get to the final, you got a chance. Yeah, yeah. Got, got to get them first. But yeah. And if you could change one rule in the Nen Sunday League, what would it be? Uh, I think playing each other twice. Now, I, sometimes I don't like seeing teams again. You know, I don't want to see North Star again sometimes. I don't <laughs> want to see Bayern again. But there are other things you thought, well, actually, if we played them again, it would even it out. I think it would make the league stronger. Now, I get we've got a lot of teams and it's a strong league and there's probably multiple reasons why we can't do it. But I think if we played each other twice, um, I think that then will give a fair, consistent end product to the league. From my point of view. I think sometimes you can look at it and think, especially what you, you know, in quotes, the bigger boys. And if, hmm. if, if you go into theirs, you think, ah. Uh, might be in for a game here. Do you know what I mean? This might be a this might be a long ninety minutes. Whereas if you get them at yours, I don't know. Sometimes yeah, I you just feel like, advantage. I fan- fancy this. Yeah, you're coming to us actually, so you're not going to be in your own little comfort zone. You're like, ah, oh, great. Yeah. I, I think there's something to it. Um, but Jamie, I say, it's because you know how to dodge the dog shit on the race course. <laughs> <laughs> don't I just? Draw. First thing yeah. I do is say I've not got any bags. That's the best way. Um, <laughs> and if you could change one thing about Sunday football in general, what would it be? Um, I think this is more of a football thing. There's two things. It's time wasting from a high level. And I yep. can't imagine what it's like on Sunday. It must be dreadful sometimes. You can see people just not giving the ball back and play. But um, I think the one thing I'd change is, is I hate to speak about refereeing, but the, the level of officiating is, is that you've got your absolutely top, top, top refs, but then you've got your other end of the spectrum. And now it's not easy to be a ref. I've not been a ref and I'm no not having to go against any refs here. It's not fair. But the likes of George Parker versus, you know, I can't remember some of the other refs. There is a vast difference. Yeah, don't but again, one, don't <laughs> yeah, don't name No, no, I, I just want to <laughs> You'll get him next no, week, mate. <laughs> no, that's it. But, um, yeah, I, I'd say that. But again, that's not Sunday football. That's more probably football in general, I'd say. 
just but on just Sunday, on that, you can find mate. Yeah. I, 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 you, you know the referee marks that you give. Like the the league do use them, and I don't know how the oh, league okay. look at it. But if the referee marks, if one referee gets consistently really good marks for a prem game, which is a tough one, like North Star versus anyone North Star's playing, anyone Albert Eagles are playing, those guys that have the big followings, they're yeah. probably going to get picked again for another important game like that. Uh, so, right, you know, okay, those referee marks, I have to, like, I know you don't do all that, but I have to reiterate the importance of them to do them and, yeah. you know, put reports in because then the league can look at it and go, oh, this is a really big game. Do we want to put this guy on it who's only had 65, eight games this yeah, season? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah, no, fair play. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah. I think that's, that's the thing, though, is, you know, it's very easy and we do see it on social medias, don't we, of teams that will say, oh, and the ref didn't give this and he missed that and he missed this and yeah. he missed that. And it's like, mm. cool, did you file a report? Because we know, we, we know if it's 60 or lower, <laughs> you have to yeah. put a report in. And say a few weeks back, I had a ref who had an absolute shocker of a second half. But I did have to think, like, is this worth it? Is this yeah. really worth it? Like, ugh, at, at the end of the day, we didn't lose. But... I had possibly, like, honestly, one of the nicest boys in the world in my team. If you did a competition, say that he'd place, and I think it would maybe be the miners that saved the Mexican kids um, that would beat him to it. But oh, he's just, he's like, he's <laughs> the well, nicest, that's guy. Where he's going with this one. <laughs> nicest guy in the world. But he lost his head and he was like, I, I, I want to come off. I can't, I can't play because the ref is just giving everything. Like, he's just gone. Head had completely gone in the game. And you think when someone like that, can like sense that injustice and just knows that we, you know, it's just not happening. You just think this is this is bad. Um, yeah. But I've done it before where I have filed a report and then I had a ref and then didn't have a ref all of a sudden. So I had to ask yeah. the question. This isn't reflective. I did. I sent an email to to yeah. Speakman and said this isn't reflective because I've put a report in. Is it? And he's like, No, it's a county cup. They get. I was like, Oh, okay, okay. Please make sure I've got a ref for Sunday though. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's it's frustrating. I think it's frustrating on all parts. You know, there must be some refs that leave and think, God, I hope I don't have this team again anytime soon. What a bunch of this and that. But I think we also have to realise it's it's Sunday league. So if you're you know, I don't expect a ref that is possibly refing a Division Three bottom basement team is also going to be refing first versus second in the Prem next week. Yeah. Um, I think there are levels, and we have to sometimes remember. I think that as frustrating as it can be, I think we have to remember the levels to it too. Um, at this point, mate, do you have social medias that you just want to give a little shout out to for people if they're interested, especially if you're looking at doing a, a reserve slash development, um, whatever we're calling it nowadays, that people can get in touch with you on. Hashtag up the yeah, Dell. So, yeah, <laughs> it's hashtag, yeah, uh, at Delibri United um, at the Dell. Just search in Delibri United online um, and uh, you'll come up with a variety of different social media platforms. And uh, yeah, if you, could, if you could add subscribe, um, that would be great. Are you on all of them, like Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all of them? So Instagram, yeah, Facebook uh, and Twitter as well. So you got YouTube? We haven't got a YouTube channel yet. No. Okay. Okay, well, that's something. So if you guys are looking at doing it, anyone that's listening to this, if you are interested, go into them, have a look, or say just hashtag up the Dell. I'm sure it will bring up things for you as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, thank you so much, Lewis, man. Really appreciate that. Uh, we're now going to move forward to next weekend's fixtures. And although we try and set aside 10 minutes for this, I'm going to be a nightmare to you all now. I ain't got a game. Um, I'm part of my little two-week exodus that we don't have games for. So i got nothing, boys. Liam? <laughs> So, I'm going to do a rundown of all the games. Um, 
in a bit, but I just want to talk about my boys quickly. Uh, quick. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Now, right. So we we got a, a tough game. We, we got Ketchum Park Avenue. You know, a team that are really trying to get in the playoffs. Maybe their head will be in that. This is a cup game in the Dale Stratford. Um, so maybe they won't be fully there. Um, ten championship teams were put into this Dale Stratford Trophy. Um, five out of those ten have already been kicked out. So, you know, to get another League One side in that, I think it's a bonus. It's a good draw for us. We did lose 4-0 to them in the league. Um, when I say they had four shots and we had 30, I'm not exaggerating. They had four shots and we had 30. So we know the game's there to be taken if we can be clinical, but I'm just a bit... I, I'm always a bit worried going into a cup game, especially round of 16. Matt. Right, get on with the fixtures. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, then Cup, we have got AFC Hackleton versus Eight Barrels. We've got AFC Spinney to Royals Reserves. And we've got FC Floor versus Albert Eagles. In the Premier Division, we've got North Star versus Grendon Sapphires. Oh, it's going to be a massacre, isn't it? Mm, well, I, I, I think Grendon have got it. Uh, Millennium Trophy, <laughs> yeah, we've got AFC Wellingborough, new top of the table um, in the Championship, are playing St. David's, third in the Championship, uh, which is a massive opportunity for one of those two to get through without having to play a Prem team. Uh, Barton Albion versus Delapri, Crick Athletic versus Findon. David Green versus Upton. FC Tech versus when it was Saxons. Hartwell Forest will be playing Kettering FC. And Standons Barn will be playing Toe Valley. So looking at that, actually, that means that the only two teams from the championship that did qualify are actually playing each other, which is massive. <laughs> um, we've then got the championship fixtures itself. Houghton Magna are playing Fortman's Club 81 Colts, Matt. Yeah, that's correct. You're right. Oh, thank you. Uh, I thought you were going to say you're wrong again, but there we go. <laughs> Love that. Uh, the Queen's Head uh, are at home to Royals. Uh, they really need to pick up a result now. Um, obviously, after dropping points to Corian a couple of weeks ago and then obviously losing to University as well. Um, Wootenfield Wanderers, uh, Falklands Club 81. Dale Stratford Trophy is Baton Wickets versus Spartak. FC Fitz versus Six Hills Rangers A. League Two Hunsby Hawks playing Championship Beer Gorilla. Ketrin Park Avenue versus the Mighty Will Be. Um, Naseby are at home to University of Northampton. Rushton Sergeants are at home to Steel Men. And Falklands Club 81A are at home to Ashby Athletic. So, one game left in League One means Drayton Grange are going to be having NB Colts come over to Daventry to face off in that league tie. Dave Ferguson Trophy. David Ferguson. Sorry, I shouldn't call it Dave. Uh, Dave, apologies. Uh, Bocanor Fans versus Norfans All-Stars. Burton Band versus Pittsford. Dali Iguanas versus Latimer All-Stars. David Green Old Boys versus Southstar, which for me is the pick out of that. Southstar, a very decent side in that Dave Ferguson trophy. Uh, but then you've also got Sands United versus Croyland Park Rangers. Um, this game, guys, I'm, I'm really good, just going to uh, say something on this here. Uh, it's actually known as the Reggie Richardson Memorial Trophy game. 
so a player that played for Coyne Park under myself um, sadly lost uh, a child. Uh, and every year now we play Sands United in a Reggie Richardson trophy game uh, pre-season that doesn't really mean much. This is the first time the two teams are coming together in uh, a competitive fixture. So it'd be really nice to kind of see how that kind of pans out. Uh, and best of luck to all, all, all the people involved. Hmm. Um League two, Pave FC versus Brayfield Corinthians. Um, and then we're into League three with Brayfield Corinthians Reserves versus Sixfields Rangers B. Oakley Diamonds Development versus Bowton Wanderers Reserves. Rothwell Athletic versus David Green Development. And then the Alan Dimmer Trophy with Kingsfork Jets versus Corby SNL Foundryman. And Oakley Diamonds Reserves versus Crick Athletic Reserves. Thank you very much, mate. So at this point, we move to predictions. Um, we all had a decent week, to be fair, didn't we? Free, free across the board. Even the guest Ant got free. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Was... I'm not happy about this, Jamie, because we all got free. Matt's decided to bring in a new rule. I know. Well, <laughs> and and you know, me being in the heavy heights of the top of the league, um, I'm in the worst position. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's got to happen. That's the same thing. You know, it's you know, if we'd have had this rule last week, I'd have won. So. You know, so that's why it's been introduced. But um, we'll just give a quick rundown. So obviously, Jamie got three right last week. Bosh. Liam got three right last week. Bosh, I got bosh. right. And from Bocker, um, playing for the guests, also got three right. So as it was a tie across the board, we decided to put £10 in everybody's pot. So Liam, uh, Jamie's now got 20 in his, and myself, Liam, and the guests have got 10. Points-wise overall, Jamie on seven, Liam on five. Matt on four and the guests on three. So that means we go from bottom to top. This is an absolute farce. The guests get to pick first. So, Lewis. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, lads. You know where I'm going. North Star. Oh, I've told you. I've got inside information. (laughs) You don't need a pick there. (laughs) I I dotted that knowing that it was going to (laughs) go. You know that was going to go. Yeah. 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 I'll take that. Go on then. So, North Star. Have I got all picks, yeah? So I get another pick now. Yeah, you go for your five, mate. Yeah, so Deli Pre, of course. Adele. Oh, himself. Um, and then we go with Sixfield Rangers A. Sixfield Rangers A, where are they playing? Away at FC Four. FC Rips. That's an interesting call. Yeah. MB, MB Colts. Away, Away at, at Drayton. Ah, oh, you that's one of mine. I was liking you, Lewis, as well. Yeah. Oh, you knacker. And unfortunately, we've lost Lewis. He can't do his prediction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we haven't done the, the name. So, yes, AFC Spoonie. Oh, take a new I was going to have. Okay, so you've gone for North Star, Delapree, Sixfields A, MB Colts and Spinney. Right, I am... Um, Gonna have Ackleton to beat eight barrels. Right. I'm having Tech beat Saxons. Oh, piss off! Um, <sighs> I'm having. Oh, that gets difficult now. Don't you? I'm having, I'm having um, Kettering Park Avenue to beat Wilby. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm going to have Burton Band to beat Pittsford. Oh, I'm going to have... Ooh. Last one. 
Big call. I'm gonna have. Hello. <laughs> I'm gonna have. I'm gonna. Oh, I'm gonna have. Oh, I don't know. Ah, it's got to be a different competition, hasn't it? Yeah. You can have the Alan I'm, Dimmer. I'm, I'm, gonna the, I'm gonna have the Queen's Head to beat Royals. Okay. Right. Liam, right. break so, my heart. Albert Eagles to beat FC Floor. Not a bother to me. Ooh. Royals to beat the Queen's Head. Ooh, direct competition. Ooh. Like it. Rushden Sergeants. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> to beat Steel Men. <laughs> Sands United to beat Croyland Park Rangers. And Bolton Wanderers Reserves to be Oakley Diamonds Development. Okay. All right. Well, you've all battered it. I literally have two left. So I'll go with the two that I've got. I've got 81 Colts to beat Houghton Magma. Okay. Uh, Corby, 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 yes, no foundryman to beat Kingsport Jets in the dimmer. Oh, that's a big shout. Um, shout. I'm going to go David. Green old boys to beat South Star in the day Ferguson. Oh, big shout as well. Um, did someone say they had KPA versus Wilby already? Oi, oi, oi. Yes, no, no, just did. that competition. I just, I hadn't, I hadn't bingoed won that one out yet. Yeah. Um, Naseby over University in Northampton. And my last one is Millennium David Green over Upton. There we go. So, job's in. Locked so, in. David Green, don't let me down, boys. I'm back in yours. Yeah, well, interesting. Interesting. We'll, we shall see, won't we? We'll, we'll obviously come back and see how results go, and uh, we'll uh, update next week. So, good luck. Yeah, got to and... tell you, it is, it is difficult doing it with that format, because I'm waiting to the end and say there's 15 picks, potentially. That just yeah. absolutely wreck over mine. Well, just make sure no, you're in second next week then, mate. I'll, I'll go. That's it. I've got to get, get bored of losing, don't I? And that's what needs to happen. Um, right. So, any other business at this point? Myself? None whatsoever. Liam? No. Matthew? <laughs> uh, nothing at all this week, Jamie. Nothing at all. And Lewis, anything from yourself? So, yeah, just a quick one because the lads will um, shoot me. The, the, the TikTok, we've got a TikTok. Um, at Delaprians or United, so anyone who gets in contact with regards to reserves or any information, and the Facebook, and uh, yeah, just um, Del, Re- Del Reserve team. We're looking for some players to come back into the game. Um, if you've been out injured or if you fancy, just get yourself down. We're training at Campion Thursday night, um, and we will train at Cookno when the clocks go. Is it forward? I believe it's forward, isn't it? In March, yeah. end of March. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. Bring forward, full back. Full back. Yeah. And what's the cost for your training? Do you charge them at all? So it depends on numbers. So yeah, okay. three pounds. Normally it's three pounds, so we probably get about fourteen. Good, Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, okay, so at this point we're gonna go back to the start. Uh Matt asked the question of was it any two players? No. In prep. Only, the top two. only two players have received over 100 yellow cards in the history. I know one of them is. Go on then, Liam. Uh, Gareth Barry. Oh, mate, that was my pick. Gareth Barry is up with 123. 
so um, I'm stuck with two two players here. Right. Okay. Let me say one. Go I on. well, I've got two. So one of them that I'm thinking is Kevin Davis. Oh, you see, or Rooney. Davis. You see, I've gone Wayne Rooney or Lee Bowyer. Oh, I've gone Paul. I've gone Paul Skulls and Roy Keane. Oh, just like Paul See, Scholes is I a think, terrible chat. I think <laughs> Kevin Kevin Davies picks him up like you breathe air. You know, he's all. I think yeah. at one point he was the most fouled player, but he probably also did the most fouls. I um, think Rooney, but though, Rooney's a yellow more, card walking. He's played he? more, right? Yeah. As well. I, 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 yeah. Out of my two, I thought Boyer and I thought Rooney, and then I thought Boyer had that injury for a bit, and. Yeah, he, you know, he probably had more red cards, and you look at disciplinary points. Bo, you probably got more, but I mm. think Rooney's probably picked up the most. Yellows. Yeah, I'll go with Gareth Barry, Wayne Rooney. Same. Uh, I'll tell you that Paul Scholes is fifth on the all-time list with nine. Oh, is he? Yeah. Kevin Davis. Give us the top five. Ke- just that I am. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Davis and Lee Bo are tied in third place on ninety. 19- Gareth Barry is top 123. And in second place, the only other person with over 100 yellow cards is, with 102, Wayne Rooney. Hey. There he is, Wayne. Oh, well done. Okay. Yeah, well done. So, yeah, well done. I, could, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, what? Was that 10 a season? Well, Gareth, Gareth Barry's deceptive because he weren't ever quick, but he, he knew when to do the fouls. Um, so like he just catch people once they started to break away, and they're just easy yellows to pick up, aren't they? Yeah. And how many did you get? 125? Was it 125? 123, I think it was. Three, That's a lot. You got but Wayne Rooney started playing in 2002. He didn't finish. Yeah. Uh, uh, probably right. football. Was it 2019? 20? 2018, maybe mm. 16, 17 years, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you think all? Yeah, I know it's the Prem, but you think of all the football that he's played during that time as well. Yeah, not bad. And, is it? Is and there... Jamie, I know you'll know this, and Matt, I know you'll know this. So just while we've got you on, Lewis, who's the which England international never picked up a yellow card? <laughs> um, Joe very, Cole. very famous, Gary Lineker. Gary Lineker right. never booked in his life. Really, wow. it, it shit himself on the honest player. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so at this point, guys. Good luck if you've got the games this weekend. Um, I hope the weather's decent for you. To be fair, I'm going to be in the warm anyway, so it doesn't bother me a jot. Um, Jamie, why don't you go to the game of the week this week? Uh, because I am going away this weekend, mate. <laughs> Volunteering his <laughs> services. Jamie, get out of bed! <laughs> With the VO cam. Um, Where is the game of the week this week, Matt? Uh, to be confirmed. Okay. To be. So look out on the socials, guys. We'll do it again. Lewis, thank you so much for joining us, mate. Um... Matt, Liam, as always, thank you for being here with us. Uh, hope everyone stays safe, has a good weekend, get the results that you're hoping for, and we'll be back with you next week, guys. Take care, everyone.